Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ed Carson, with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Tuesday, August 15th, where we did see a lot of red on the boards there, Ed, but the NASDAQ, maybe it's hanging in. There's a technical detail we will share, but it does look like the market rally is ailing at this time. Yeah, it keeps on coming under more pressure. We'll talk about that. Uh, I want to look at NVIDIA, Oracle, and on holding today. Let's do it. First, let's break down the action in the major indexes today. The NASDAQ composite down 1.1%. Same for the S&P 500, a little bit more, 1.16%, if we want to get exact there, two decimals. The Dow also off by about 1%, and the Russell 2000 hit the hardest today, down about one and a quarter of a percent. Before the NASDAQ itself, while it is below that 50-day line, Ed, Today was an inside day. Yeah, so there's that, as I guess, is probably the, the best thing you can say about today. There was an inside day. Uh, now we can talk about the negatives. That one, um, yeah. you know, we had, it appeared to be higher volume, which isn't great than the prior day. It was sort of a low volume bounce. And the fact that we couldn't hold, you know, really much of the bounce on Monday, and it wasn't great. So we're back below the 50 day line. And the other indexes, uh, they showed more weakness. They did not have inside days. So, uh, it's the weakness is broadening out even further. Yeah. And if we take a look at the weekly chart here, we can see that closed below the 10 week line last week. And on the daily, we are still holding above recent lows barely. And so an inside day, just one more note on that. It basically means that uh, we can't get that extra little bit of indication of direction, right? We, it was a down day, but we didn't go below yesterday's low. We didn't climb above yesterday's high. So uh, if you do get a little bit more of a sense of direction, that can help. Uh, but even still, it's still good to take things day by day and look at all of the evidence that is stacking up. And a notable move on the S&P today because it looks like it closed below its 50-day line. It was hanging on there, but today closing below that level. Yeah, just below that level. Uh, but it's the first time since the end of March that we did that. Uh, again, just showing more weakness. It had been hitting resistance at the 21-day line. So it wasn't making any progress for the last several days and it was sort of butting its head up there. And so... Uh, not not positive action at all today. Again, it's just barely below, but uh, it's still still getting below it. It is. Let's take a look at the Dow now, undercutting a recent range and its 21-day line. And this has been the area that we thought, hey, maybe money's rotating over into the blue chip type stocks. Yeah, this looks like some of the sector ETFs and they're like they were they're hanging on, but they weren't making progress. They just weren't falling, really. And so this is going below it. Uh, there was all that range, the 2023 range that we had gotten out of about a month ago. And that we're sort of getting close to that again. And that sort of coincides with the 50 day line. So, uh, you know, if we get down to there with the Dow, well, Honestly, we probably be pretty decisively below it on the NASDAQ. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but, uh, you know, at that point, I think we'd probably be moving into correction if we have a decisive break of, of the 50-day on the NASDAQ and the S&P, but showing weakness here now. 
Mm -hmm. And here's a look at the Russell 2000 with its financial exposure. Try to get support at the 50-day line yesterday, but falling below that level today, Ed. Falling below that level and that line, sort of that breakout, as it were. Uh, yeah, it's pretty decisive. And, you know, this didn't show any strength really yesterday. It came off lows, but it didn't rally like the, like a lot of the market did. Mm-hmm. And let's take a look at the 10-year Treasury yield up but off highs. And, Ed, we're, we're continuing to climb. Now we're looking pretty darn close to that peak that we saw yeah. in October of 2022. Yeah, that's a 15-year high. So we'll uh, we'll see about that. And look, it was the you know the the trends aren't great. Weak economic data in China, but we still get higher yields here. I mean, that's like that is not a good combination for the market. Plus, the, as you alluded to with banks, there was a warning on banks from Fitch ratings. So there were some headwinds out there for the market. To, you know, not good at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's let's go there. XLF down 1.8% on the day. It had been looking like an orderly pullback here for financial stocks. And then we get that undercut of the recent range here as well. But taking a step back uh, to the broad market once again, for a while there, every day on the show, we were showing uh, RSP versus SPY. So we could take a look you know, under the hood What's market breadth looking like? Here's the equal weight S&P 500. So underneath the surface, it looks like we saw broad weakness out there. Yeah, and it was worse worse than the S&P. And it did edge lower yesterday. Not a big deal. But again, it's, it's underperforming the S&P uh, both days this week, getting below that breakout point. Uh, yeah, just broad weakness. And definitely seeing deterioration more on the NASDAQ side but definitely seeing uh, the breath weaken. I think today was like a three to one, five to one negative day. I don't know if I uh, hadn't looked lately, but it was definitely decisively weaker in terms of breadth on the NASDAQ. Mm-hmm. And here's another look at market breadth, GMIAB, which shows the NASDAQ advanced decline line with a 10-day moving average. So even though we did get back above it in early July, we were kind of waffling there a little bit and now below for the last couple of weeks here to coincide with that break in the market. Yeah. I mean, it's not shocking to see the eight daily line come down when the market does, but it, it's, it's just another sign of weakness and that doesn't include today's action, you know, and that, so that mm-hmm. will be, uh, you know, presumably that line is going to come closer towards the recent lows, you know, and so, uh, what was looking like a bright spot just a couple of weeks ago is now looking right. pretty weak here. Yeah. Okay. A couple of other sector ETFs just to give everyone a better sense of what went down today underneath the surface. Home construction stocks unfazed by the market weakness today, Ed. Yeah. And even with treasury yields rising and some of the individual home builders were even better. Uh, it did help that Warren Buffett's Berkshire came out last night and said we, we bought New, t- new stakes in a number of new home builders. And so those are acting very well. Now, some of them show weak AD lines is something David Ryan was pointing out today, our special guest on IBD Live, and you can see the D plus AD rating for this ETF. Uh, but no doubt, they, you know, the, the, this is still an area of strength, the broad housing market. Mm-hmm. For now, we'll have to see if it can continue to hold up. Let's look at XLI industrial stocks not looking as good as they did yesterday. 
Yeah. I mean, look, this could easily bounce back. They're close to highs. I don't want to make mm-hmm. too much of it, but it's like when you look at the areas of strength, they're not looking good either. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Still above the 50 day line. So perhaps a key test this week, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think it's important to remain flexible, right. To either scenario, to be able to lean more bearish, to be able to lean more bullish, uh, when new information presents itself, but it seems like days like today, uh, perhaps raising a little bit more cash is not a bad thing to do, Ed. It seems like it. And it just seems like the risk reward scenario isn't great. It's like right now, it's just like if if things go well, you hang on and don't don't go down and things can go very bad on the on the downside. So it's just not a, a great risk reward uh, time right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for new buys, no doubt. And uh, for those you have big gains on, make sure that those aren't round tripping. So yeah. that's important as well. And chips and software, those have been uh, two of the leading groups this year. SMH down 1.2% today after a Big move in yesterday's session helped in part by NVIDIA, which we will take a look at here shortly. And here's a look at IGV, the software ETF. It looks like it's hitting resistance uh, right around its 50-day line for now. It's still living below that level, I guess. Uh, the bull scenario is maybe we're starting to bottom and could be forming the right side of a potential base here. But we we could head lower or uh, chop around here for a while, Ed. Yeah, it's not a time to really making bets. Like you could argue, aha, this is a place where it could be a bearish situation where it hits lower. But we don't really know right now. It's really indecisive. It's not a great time to be placing a lot of new bets, probably either way, because uh, there are indications that we're oversold that, mm-hmm. you know, so we could get a bounce um, where how long lasting is, who knows. But uh, it's it's we're right on the edge right now. Yep. On the edge. Well, let's take a look at NVIDIA today. Managed to come out with a gain today, but well off of its morning highs, closing up just four tenths of a percent. I believe at one point early on in the day, it was up about, you know, 1.5 to 1.8 percent, something like that, Ed. But it had a strong session yesterday. It's right around the converged 10 day and 21 day lines. Yeah, so it's bounced above the 50-day line. It did close just below the 21-day line. Uh, there was a short trend line uh, that it, you know, from there, and so it was breaking that. Um, you know, maybe you could use today's high as a way if you wanted to enter. I understand if somebody was like, "I'm getting excited, I want to enter it," uh, but you know, might want to wait for that. Now there are earnings in just over a week, so definitely something a big deal. I think on the one hand, it's really good that this is holding up. On the other hand, it seems to be one of the only ones that's holding up. And I think that's, uh, you know, it's it becoming the focus of the market rally. I mean, I don't want it to be alone. For just a couple of weeks ago, oh yeah, NVIDIA was leading or holding up, but you had this slew of AI-themed stocks that were running up. And now a lot of them are well below their 50-day lines. Uh, and so it's just tougher to be the only good house on a block. Uh, you you want to be the leader of a pack, not not a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. And now let's take a look at Oracle ORCL. Also trying to be a standout in the 
software area, this group is seven out of the 197 groups that we track. Looks like it closed pretty decent here today, Ed, up one and a half percent. And while volume was light, it was the heaviest in a couple of weeks. And we have an early entry here as well. Pretty interesting to see all of those moving averages converging so much right there. Yeah, and this was held up pretty well. Really tight action, like pretty small moves, you know, for the most part. Uh, just going along, that, as I say, especially during that light volume period. So volume was at least okay here. Uh, this was added to Swing Trader, uh, you know, so you could take an enter just knowing that, look, uh, you know, the, it bucked the trend today, but chances are it's, you, it's hard to, most stocks will follow the market any given day. Uh, the earnings have picked up a little bit. It's not going to be supposedly a great year in the new fiscal year that's come under coming that just got underway, or or had, um, but you know definitely showing improving metrics finally for this long term mm -hmm. long term software giant. Yes, and it's right around that ten week line here. If it can uh, pop a little bit more. Uh, Maybe that could offer investors a chance if they didn't sneak in there today. But perhaps for now, using fast rules with these tech stocks, given with what we're seeing with the NASDAQ. Yeah, I think uh, definitely fast rules, cutting losses quickly, maybe taking partial profits awfully fast makes a lot of sense. Okay. And let's take a look at on on. The shoe company, disappointing reaction to the earnings results here today. Really strong top line growth, but earnings missed the mark, it looks like, Ed. Missed the mark by quite a bit. Uh, I don't know all the reasons why. And also, uh, they guided you know, just pretty solid growth for the full year, but it is going to be a continued deceleration uh, for on on. It seems like 30% growth in the second half of the year. Now that made, uh, so that's, that would be a big slowdown. You know, this has tumbled below a couple of buy points. You just drew a line that's sort of the secondary one. There was the official buy point that it was pretty close to, and then, but it came down even below the early entry, sort of that quasi too low handle. And, uh, you know, as we were talking about on IB Live, this action looks a lot like the last few weeks looks a lot like just before and just with that last earnings report where you just sort of wedge up sort of in light volume, um, heading into earnings, riding the 21 day line, and then boom. And that's that's a great act. Now, will it bounce back again? I mean, it could, but you know, that's just uh, you know, for people who were buying in those last couple of you know you know spots where you could have bought it on the upside, probably needed to get out because you're you're sitting on losses after having big gains. And so, uh, it's just tricky. This is a tough market, even though you think this is a trendy company. It is delivering strong growth, and so it's doing those things. It, it's not a guarantee. Um, there have been a lot of big blowups. This, this is not by any means the biggest one. Yeah. And so it's uh, something investors still have to be aware of, uh, you know, you know, when these when these reports come are coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you get a gap down like that in heavy volume, slicing below the recent action, slicing below the 50 day like that, that's a very clear sell signal. Sometimes stocks will bounce right back, but we can't just hope that it's going to because a lot of times this kind of action leads to further weakness. Yeah. And then you get stuck and you keep on more and more hoping and hoping and you can just keep on writing it down. It's just better. You know, it won't be the right call every time, but it's the right call over time to be to be cutting those losses and following the rules. Well said, Ed.
All right, everyone, that is it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details there. We'll see you then, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.